Welcome to Real Life with Love, featuring your host, Lovely Austin, CEO and founder of Love is the Word and Stoa Consulting. She's an RN, life, leadership, and entrepreneur coach, number one international best-selling author, relationship alchemist, and creator of Agape Intelligence. Love equips women entrepreneurs internationally with tools and techniques to unleash their beast, identify their inner VIP, accelerating immediate transformations. Clear the aisle, fasten your seatbelts, and get ready for the raw, racy, and ritualist real life of love. Now is your host, Lovely Austin. Hello, Real Life with Love fam. Oh, welcome home. You know how we roll. I'm giving you the layout just in case though. Okay, so the kitchen is that way. There's some warm homemade chicken soup. I know it's a little chilly in different places around the globe, but it's bubbling and waiting for you. And I want you to choose your drink. Find a comfy chair because we've got a lot to discuss. You know how it gets down. So here's the thing. I have had an incredibly amazing week and I know it's only Tuesday. I need to thank all of you. You know, we've been having a conversation and um, it's been like, uh, it's been amazing because we've been twubbing and people are saying, what the, what the hell is twub love? I, you know, I can't, I can't get into it right now because it's like long and whatever, but it's this Twitter um, conversation and, and people have been joining in and I'm so like impressed with everyone and, um, and the fact that we're, we really are um, in this, we're talking to each other, and um, we have this conversation um, ongoing. And I really want to make sure that I tell all of you how much I appreciate you and how much it means to me to have you in my life and to have you as a part of my fam. You know, um, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And speaking of grateful, I'm really grateful too for my guest today. Like I could hardly sleep. It was just like, what, what, what? I know. Don't you guys say it. Don't you guys even say it. Love, you always say that. No, that's because I have such amazing people in my life, including all of you. So keep tweeting us. We're going to retweet and tweet you back. And um, keep hitting us up on Facebook. If your thing is LinkedIn, we're there too. And um, I just wanted to give you guys a shout out because you mean so very much to me. Now, um, let me tell you what the haps are. Okay, so my guest today, she is in Family Ties. And this is an anthology. She has got an incredible chapter. And we have interviewed... um, or had as guests, I'm going to say interview, we've had as guests where we hung out with some of the other co-authors, including my guest, Miss Kamei, okay? She's wondrous, brilliant, gorgeous, and, like, we are so going to get to 
to talk to her today and we're going to listen to some some great things. I got the privilege of being the person that she could come on and be real with. Hmm, I wonder why. Yeah, because it's how we get down, right? And um, I have to tell you, I am in full support of every single person getting family ties, um, what binds us and tears us apart. It is amazing. I'm not kidding you. You're going to hear me say that again. Amazing. Um, so uh, just before we start talking to Kame, you know, there's a few things that I want to tell you. Um uh, Kamei's book is coming out December 6th and mine, um, the missing piece is coming out December 8th. So like we're hot on each other's tails with, with these anthologies. And, um, I, I do, I do want to fall back just a second and give you some serious knowledge. You know, you know how I like to share and I know you were waiting. I hear you, fam. Love, really? Is this what we're doing, really? Yep, really, fam. So, I was talking to Lori Crookell um, on Facebook, and um, I was telling her, you know, I do a lot of studying, and, and because I'm teaching at Moms with Dreams University, um, I'm teaching a really cool course called Unleash Your Feminine Genius, right? And you could get whatever you desire, the man you desire, um, the, the business um, connections you desire, the relationships in your family you desire, like you, you're going to get like the most amazing things from this. And of course, you know me, your alchemist and creative agape intelligence. AI, of course, is embedded deep within. And as you all know, I use AI every day because I built it so that I can make it through my day and enjoy my life, you know, because we go through so many storms and things happen. And sometimes it just feels like, Oh, what's going on? I can't. So AI makes it so that I'm your happy bubbly got it going on chicken. I um, want you to know that I didn't get to do um, to be a, a international bestseller four times in one year, you guys, Four times in one year, all by myself, okay? I had plenty of support, but I also had agape intelligence. And I want to make sure that it's available to you so that you can do all of the things you ever wanted to do in your life. But, okay, so I I was updating my studies because you guys all know I read a lot. And, yes, I'm your favorite, your favorite um when hip hop hit 40, you know, <laughs> I'm that chick too. And I, I just have this, this brain, right? So I'm doing my studies and every so often I, I have to go back and I have to look at things that are, um, because within uh, embedded within unleash, um, your feminine genius is also an understanding of how our brains kind of work. It's just a brief little thing, but when you understand it, then you're like, oh, for real? Got you. And then you can move forward. So as I, I was studying and I, I was like, okay, um, here's the thing. Poor Erica Gordon, who is the creator of Moms with Dreams University. I was, I was like, oh, 
you poor baby. And she's all like, I love you and your special brain love. And I'm like, she's so sweet. She knows that my brain just goes overboard and like it takes her to bring me down. Anyway, so a woman has two chromosomes. You know, um, babies of are part their mother and part their father. Okay, so if you are a girl, you have two X's. Okay, that's what makes you a chick. If you are a dude, you have an X and a Y. That's what makes you a dude. Okay, so these chromosomes together equal a child, whether it's XX a girl or an XY a boy. Okay, and I know you guys are all like, who cares, love? Okay, this is why we care, people, because X chromosomes, which are are the female portion, right? Um, has an excess of 2,000 to 3,000 genomes. And um, the Y chromosome, that that part of men that makes them men, um, only has a few dozen genomes. So at best, men have maybe half of the genomes we do, maybe, okay? And women have less muscle mass than men because their brains, men's brains are a little bit heavier. And we, as women, use 70 out of 80 areas of our brain at once, while men use just a fraction of that. So we, as women, are the most powerful beings that's not to put down men or anything like that. It's, it's, it is the truth. And the, I'm going to tell you why I'm telling you all of this stuff. Um, and we're, we're also have the most powerful brain in, of creation, bar none. We were created to nurture, heal, collaborate, hold sacred empathy, multitask like no computer built or to be built in the future. We were never to use these wondrous powers to allow jealousy, envy, pride, or avarice to do damage to others, especially each other, okay? And, and it's not... It's not this thing where, oh, wow, we have more this than that going on than men do. No, what it means is we have um, we have a responsibility and accountability to use that to heal and to use that to bring the world up, not to tear each other down. OK, so um, and that doesn't mean that I, I get with badass behavior because I don't co-sign badass behavior not my own either all right um so we um we are such phenomenal brains and we primarily use our prefrontal cortex and what can happen is if you don't take care of your brain and you guys need to take unleash your feminine genius at momswithdreamsuniversity.com so that I can explain how you take care of your brain, okay? Because it's this is a very important thing. You wouldn't let your car go. You wouldn't let your, your this and that go. And you need to understand that your brain is so powerful that it needs to be cared for. And there's a special, there's special things that you need to do for it. But anyway, what can tend to happen is that we 
because of of where the the primary part of our thinking is, we can start overthinking. We can start rehearsing negativity. Um, that's why women are so much prone, more prone to being depressed and having anxiety because we're worrying and we can get stuck on the least little feeling of rejection um, without verifying that feeling as, as fact. So in short... To know better is to do better, baby. That's right. I want women to revel in that their only competition is themselves. We don't compete against each other. My only competition is me. Okay? So I'm only trying to do better than I did yesterday. That's, That's what I'm trying to do. And I want that for all of you. And possessing the most powerful brains created also means giving it specialized affection as well, loving on it, okay, and not pressing it down because you don't want the next person to feel whatever it is they feel. Everybody, you in charge of your own feelings, and nobody makes me feel anything, I'll tell you right now, I feel what I do, it's just that's the way it is. So it also means that women have a unique capacity to love, like we said, and nurture and collaborate, and we must do this for ourselves and one another, Okay, it's like the Dalai Lama said, it's going to be women who change and heal the world. So we need to get busy. So anyway, true story, because, you know, I got a story. I do. Yes, I do. Uh huh. Um, I was a co-author, actually, in Family Ties, the anthology that Kame wrote um, her amazing chapter in. And I have to tell you again that I'm going to be the first person on the West Coast getting my copy because each co-author is amazing. They will show you how to thrive past your past. I love this book. And I've done a lot to support this book. And um, I want to, I also want to explain to people, because I know there are um, a lot of people who listen to the show who actually write in anthologies. And and, um, so, you know, Christine Marmoy and Celeste Johnson and the rest of their awesome team. And I want to explain something to everyone. When you're writing in an anthology, Christine Marmoy um, she is actually the publisher and she does an amazing job. Like she, it's an incredible journey. Her whole team is like, oh my God, they're like, unlike any other publishing company. And I know I've written other books and been with other publishers. And um, Christine's team though, is just in charge of the publishing. Okay, so people get to get confused. And to be clear, each anthology is the responsibility of the compiler. And one of their main sacred charges as a compiler is to serve each co-author by giving the support and tools needed to succeed in writing their chapters. And the co-authors are accountable, too. Now, I'm going to tell you guys the truth. As much as I love Family Ties and I've been very supportive, I've made sure that they had time on the radio and that Ms. Kamei is here today to talk about her chapter. Um, I had to break from it. And it was really sad to me. And it had, it, I loved the concept of family ties. And like I said, I'm in full support. I expect every single one of you to go out and get your family ties book December 6th when it launches. And the one thing I couldn't do is um, I couldn't support uh, the compiler's bad behaviors, you know, 
I really couldn't. And I was clear about that at the back of the book. And normally I don't talk about this stuff out loud. Um, usually I just deal with it using AI because, you know, a sister, y'all all know I embrace my inner thug and it's everything I can do to sit still sometimes. You know, I got A holding one arm and I holding the other <laughs> to keep me still. But one of the things we cannot do and I will not do is co-sign badass behavior. And there have been some really ugly things that have gone on with this particular person. And um, I mean, I've gotten back in text that I was like, are, who are you talking to? Like, <laughs> you don't even know me like that. Like I had to go there. I, you don't really know me. So let me explain. This is not how it goes. You don't roll with me like that. And that's why I love um, unleashing your feminine genius because it really gives you the words, the phrasing to say. It really helps you to develop the policies and procedures for dealing with yourself and, and others, how they need to deal with you. So I was able to express myself, you know, in a very calm fashion and and just let her her know. Now, there's some great things that she's she's done, um, including bringing all these um, wonderful authors together. And 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 the concept of family ties is like what drew me in the first place to the book. And again, as women, we really need to to um, check our behaviors. And when we do something that's not OK, we need to woman up. Put your, put your big girl panties on, okay? Woman up and say, that was wrong. And I, I had no right to do that with you, okay? So anyway, social sanction is a powerful thing. And living in a culture in which deepening, um, one, it, it depends on what's going on with one's gender, race, religion, or age. That's the box that we're we're we try to put each other in or keep each other in. We are considered less than human and therefore not worthy to be treated with dignity and respect if we don't meet up with somebody's idea of what our gender should be or what our race should be or religion or, or um, our, our age. And it's true that this began as a way to protect males during when they did crimes and whatever but we backed it up as women and they're 100% responsible for that application and we have to understand that we gave birth to um, men and we have a responsibility too so um, we want to make sure that um, we are doing our part as women. We have an awesome responsibility and we are accountable for our behaviors. And I want to make sure that we are, are coming across in the right way. So before I introduce you to Ms. Kamei, I want to um, read to you Phenomenal Woman by Maya Angelou, the most wonderful, incredible poet, I swear. Um, I, I miss her. I miss her light, you know. So this is called Phenomenal Woman. Pretty woman. Wonder where my secrets lie? I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. But when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. 
I say it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's me. I walk in a room just as cool as you please. And to a man, the fellas stand or fall on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes and the flash of my teeth, the swing of my waist and the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's me. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say, still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breast, the grace of my style. I am a woman phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't show up or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to be making you proud. I say, it's the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palm of my hands, the need for my care. Because I'm a woman phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's me. And that's our guest today, Kamei McClure. You know what? Miss Kamei is a, she's the CEO, not a. She's the CEO and the host of the Miss Kamei show on KKNW. Um, And that is Alternative Talk, um, 1150 AM radio. She's a Kaplan University graduate with um, an AAF in paralegals, national lifetime holder in the plus size pageantry, plus size model and paralegal. And I have to tell you something. We have the privilege of having Ms. Kamei in the house to speak on, among other things, her fabulous chapter in the anthology Family Ties, What Binds Us and Tears Us Apart. Ms. Kamei's chapter is aptly named This Diamond from the Rug. She discusses her plus-size pageantry, plus-size model family. Her journey is one of great courage and only possible with the spirit of her mother living in her heart. Welcome, my darling. Hey, hey, hey. This is Miss Kamei. Thank you so much for the, the warm welcome. Wow, what, what an introduction. That's pretty phenomenal. Wow. You know what? Like, I was like, what do I say? What do I say? It's Miss Kamei. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you uh, for, for, you know, bringing me um, on, onto the show, uh, real life with love with four days to go to the anthology launch, uh, that launches on Saturday morning, 8am bright and early. Um, it, it's definitely a privilege to be here. Oh my gosh, girl, I couldn't wait. Let's get it chopping. I, yeah. I'm taking up so much time. What? Let's get it chopping. Okay. okay. Tell, <laughs> you got to tell us. Okay. You, you wrote this diamond from the rough. In the anthology, the family ties what binds us to tears, and like you said, it's coming out December sixth. And like I've said, I'm getting my copy ASAP because as um, soon as December hits, 
six tits because I really am in major support of, of family ties. This, this is such an amazing, um, um, compilation of co-authors with incredible stories. So tell us why you titled your chapter the way that you did. I titled my chapter This Diamond from the Rough because that's exactly it's exactly what I am. It's exactly what has happened to me. I have walked through storms in my pageant journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my pageant journey and my pageant experience has <clears throat> definitely been a blessing and it has empowered me. It gave me a platform to stand on. It's blessed so many other women around the world through me. However, there were definitely uh, challenges within uh, my pageant journey and uh, a lot of, a lot of things that were heartbreaking to me. And for anybody, you know, that knows how diamonds are created uh, you know, di- diamonds are created through um, the manifestation of of, of the earth and um, you know rocks and minerals and um, pressure um, generating diamonds. And so that that's exactly exactly where w- what I am. This diamond from the rough. I've come from uh, pressure and uh challenges and storms and you know being thrown from one side of the ship to the other um and i have definitely come out a very polished uh pristine diamond mhm oh yes <laughs> you really have and and you know i i love it when we as women can take what has gone on with us in our past and use it to become better than we were yesterday. And that's definitely you, Ms. Kamei. I mean, and, and I just want the listeners to understand that that's all of you too. It's so important. And and I think your chapter, you know, speaks to that. Well, my, my chapter in the book you know, well, first and foremost, let me say this, you know, my, my message today um, is, is one that I'm sharing with, with only you out, outside of my chapter. Um, I have seen, I have read, I have heard, um, I've had other people show me and send me, you know, things that other people in my pageant uh, realm have said about me for whatever reason. And my, my message to everybody today, and I really want people to understand this, you know, I, I'm not here to defame anybody or any organization. I'm not here to talk bad about anybody or any, any you know, group of people who have had anything less than uh, something fabulous to say about me. My message is that you, as the example you have to rise above that and you have to be the example to, to those young women or other women who are bullied or other women who are picked on or other women who aren't part of the quote unquote crowd, um, who, who are left out and oftentimes ridiculed because, you know, they don't fit in. You, you have to stand up. You have to be the example, uh, to other women in the world that, 
you are who you are in God's greatness and God's purpose for your life. And you can stand up and you can continue to walk. You can continue to be a diamond. You can continue to shine. You can continue to support even the naysayers, even the people who have had um, you know, something negative to, to say about you or against you, you can still, you can still support them. You can still be an example, you know, indirectly um, to them to shine and to empower women and to encourage and inspire other women. Um, and that's really what I have done. I, I look back at, at, at all the things that I've been through in my pageant journey, love. And I, I like I said, I've read what has been said about me. I've, I've, I've heard it. (laughs) Um, I've had other people call me and tell me about it. And it's definitely been heartbreaking because there, there were times, you know, when, when these specific women or these specific people, um, loved, loved Miss Kamei and loved what Miss Kamei was doing for them and doing for their organization. And so, you know, it has put me in a place where I'm like, wow, you know, was that real or was that just fake and phony in the moment because of what I was doing for them and their organization? You know, where, where was the realness of it? And clearly, you know, here present day, there were many who claimed to love Kame and be for Kame and support Kame that, that really truly weren't. And that's the heartbreaking part of it because I'm, I'm, my heart is pure. And when I tell somebody that I love them and I care about them, I'm very loyal and I'm very forgiving. And so regardless of what has happened or what someone has said or what someone has done to me, you know, first and foremost, you know, I have complete, complete and and whole forgiveness for them. And I still love and care about them. And then I'm hurt from what has, what has happened. But my message today is to continue to shine, to continue on. If I stopped back then doing what I do, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. If I allowed those incidences or those, Mm -hmm. you know, those comments or those posts, I mean, I've, I've read public posts in a public forum on social media, um, you know, from, from people who I have, supported people who I've encouraged people who I've loved and, and, and inspired. Um, and I have, have seen, you know, the, 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 the questioning of what I've accomplished or the, the doubt in, in who I may have coached or, you know, what other woman I have, 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 have mentored in pageantry. And I, if I allowed those comments or those, you know, those posts or those incidences stop me, I wouldn't be able to continue to be an inspiration um, and an encouragement to other women. So that's really my message. That's really my message in the book. You know, in my chapter, I, I share some, you know, significant, you know, moments in my pageant mm-hmm. journey, which I definitely would love to share, um, you know, here today. That's what this this interview is about. But at the end of my chapter, that is the message. You know, you, you have to you have to walk in God's greatness for your life. And, um, you know, God's greatest leaders, God's greatest leaders often fall under the, the worst scrutiny. Look at Jesus. And and when I when I have had those things happen to me in my life, I mean, I, I have my own support system, my friends, my family who I can go to when when those those feelings of heartbreak, you know, come over me. Um, to really get through it. 
But I oftentimes think about that. I think about the journey that Jesus walked and what he did. And I'm not mm-hmm. even talking about the reasons why he did it. But I often think about him. He knew what he had to do. Um, and he, he continued on regardless. Now, see, you brought up so, such great things. And I really, because I need for us to get to some of the pieces that you you talk about in your chapter. But you brought up some really good things that I, I need for us to hear um, real life with love fam. You know, we we're talking about loyalty and forgiving and, and what, what we do, what it feels like. We all have experienced this, no doubt in some way, shape or form being bullied or picked on. Now I'm going to, I want us to be really clear about this. Um, bullying as an adult is a, is a bit different from kind of what you remember in childhood that's usually more physical but it but being bullied as an adult is no less violent it really does tear us apart and we have to we have to find that strength that support just like Ms. Kamei is saying to bring ourselves back together one of the things we cannot do is when we have a bully in our midst we can't sit back and go I hope somebody says something I hope somebody does something about that. No, you actually have to stand in your strength and you may be the only one standing. And I've, I've been in that position. And I also know that I've played the victim. I've played the bully and I played Captain Sabahal. Okay. And I don't like none of them. And I, I won't condone any of that in my own behavior. So when I get like that, it's time for me to go and recheck in. And that's what I need for us to do. We need to help each other. Even those people who are, are being, are bullying or whatever. The first thing that we have to do is we got to have a conversation like Ms. Kamei is having today. We need to talk about it. Okay. Right. And then, you know, something you and I talk about a lot, Kamei, is that, um, we we can tell you how to treat us. You don't need to figure it out. Right. You know, and that we're not j- just because we're using the genius that God gave us. OK, isn't a put down to anybody else. So I, I just. I don't know the part, the 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 hard part is the heartbreaking and the hurt, you right. know, yeah, because I, yeah. Was, I was talking about that in the beginning of the show. You're still in family ties. I walked away and right. I, and I'm in four other four other anthologies. And I hadn't experienced any of that, like any of right. that coming from, you know, a compiler. And and in fact, I was told in the in the back end, um, like I've just been keeping it quiet and whatever. But I was actually told in the back end by the person that um, I changed my name and you need to get it right. Um, if yeah. you say my name, I don't, that, this is real life with love. <laughs> Last <laughs> time I looked, whatever right. the hell your name is, this is real life with love. So you, how, however you deal with other people and you put them down and you put them on blast and you threaten them and do all of these things that ain't happening over here. We don't do that here. Right. Nobody does that with me. And that's what I'm so proud of with you, Ms. Kamei, is that you really through all this pressure and through all of these challenges, you're just so graceful. Like, this is what I mean, people, about being cute. Okay, you can look (laughs) cute because you got on an outfit or whatever. But being cute, that's from the inside out. 
and Miss Kamei does it very well. I'm telling well, you. Well, thank you. I I, I definitely do appreciate uh, that acknowledgement. I, I definitely do, and I have to tell you, when when I was Ms. Everett Plus America, and started my pageant journey, mm-hmm. there were things things that happened. Um, Prior to the the pageant competition, my 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 title actually was threatened two weeks before the pageant, before the competition, and you know the details and the reasons for that I, I will I will leave for another conversation. But my my title was was definitely um, challenged two weeks before the competition, and as many people know, I was coached. I, I had a pageant coach coaching me through. Uh, my state competition as well as my national competition. And she, she coached me to be still. She coached Mm -hmm. me to be silent. She coached me because I'm, you know, I'm May May. May May is alive and well. And she, she, (laughs) she, she is not one to, you really don't want to meet May May. You really don't. But but I'm going to tell you, I like hanging out with May May, but that's because I got ugly love. Like we partner up. It's not, it's not a good show. So I, um, I, I'm, because I didn't have a voice for so many years of my life, uh, many, many years of my adolescence, I didn't have a voice. I didn't stand up for myself. I didn't speak up. Um, so, you know, now that I'm empowered and now that I'm walking in greatness, you know, n- my, my voice is very loud. And so there are times when I really have to, as you have just mentioned, I, I really have to be extremely, extremely gracious and, and be silent and, and allow people to really show who show people who they are. Hello, fam. I apologize. We had technical difficulties. And oh my gosh, we got Miss Kamei back on the phone. And <laughs> oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can't, I can't wait till you, till you um, hear my next question for her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we going there, boo. You knew we were going to go there. <laughs> we're going there. All right, Miss Kamei, you have been gracious. You have been, you know, um, uh, just like I said, you you're you just embody being cute. Like it's from the inside out. You do it, and and <laughs> you haven't said one word about how this all got down. I want to know the damn truth. You're on real life with love. I need to <laughs> tell me what the hell happened in the pageantry because um you know i get all upset when people start messing with my sisters and stuff and you know how i feel about it so come on give it to us what the hell went on you can tell us you want to realize the love, girl. come on let's go well um there there came a point you know i was i was recruiting recruiting delegates I, I was coaching delegates, and um, I, I actually coached and mentored uh, two Washington State delegates in my active reign, in my active ambassador reign. Mm-hmm. And I, I coached and mentored two other women, and uh, went to nationals with them. And they they competed, and they won two uh, two national titles. And I I was crowned a lifetime queen. 
um, which that that ended up creating the Washington State Trilogy. Three women from the same state um, competed in the national pageant and, you know, brought home titles, national titles. And so my my efforts about that and about those, one of the women in particular um, was actually questioned. And um, I, I was actually accused of, you know, not coaching or not mentoring this, this particular woman. And it was questioned, you know, by people in the pageant system um, who were very well aware of, you know, my daily, nightly, 24-hour-a-day coaching and mentoring of these, these two particular women. And... <clears throat> So I, I would have to say that's really kind of where things began um, to kind of go, go, you know, go south for me, um, because as you know, I, I definitely have a had a voice about it, and you know, definitely addressed it, and um, so I, I had to, you know, kind of take a step back and and look at you know, what I had done uh, for the organization and, um, you know, from a marketing and, and advertising aspect, you know, from from a business perspective, how I was building that organization, how I was building that brand. And I, I was perceived as, you know, wanting to, you know, do things my own way or, you know, do it my way or, or force people to do things, you know, my way, which was completely couldn't have been further from the truth. Um, you know, looking at the organization from a business perspective and building, building the brand and, and building the organization, which in turn was building these women and empowering I, these women. I don't understand. They both won. They both won. They both won national titles because as you're talking, it makes me feel like it, it did the pageant people, you know, the people who, who were saying whatever they were saying, were they mad that three of you run one in a row? Like, Oh, they well, just been way too cute. So, um, let's, let's jack this to me. I mean, really to, help me understand how you actually coach both of these women and they both won. So what, what, right. how could they question your efforts? where one of them was concerned? Um, well, you know, I, I don't know. That that would really be a question, you know, for for the people in the organization that questioned it. Um, I mean, I, I clearly have text messages and email exchanges and, and picture backs and forths and, <laughs> you know, and, and I don't, I, I, I really stand in a position where I don't really have to prove myself to anybody. You know, I, at the end of the day, I know what I did. And so so do those women. That's what I'm saying. I I know what you did. These women with your coaching and your support won national titles and they brought them home. So I don't hear where the pageantry is coming from with this bullshit about, um, you know, what, what, what you're doing with so-and-so and this and that, that is bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I need to, I just don't get it because this is really about pageantries 
are really supposed to be about women um, and their beauty and encouraging differences and um, encouraging confidence and things like that. And yet you, right. you, they turn around and tear somebody down who actually did that and helped two women win national titles. I don't get well, it. Well, and not, and, and not only, you know, did I, did I coach and mentor these two women, but I, I, I mean, there are, I, I believe four, four or five women um, who are in their active reign right now with that pageant system who I recruited into that organization, who I, I personally spent time with and, and was an example to, you know, from a distance um, and, and, and recruited them that, and they are national title holders today um, with that organization. And, you know, these are, you know, one woman is in Texas who's actually the elite uh, queen, which is the, the high, high point, uh, winner in the organization. She, she was actually a vendor, um, the year prior, um, which I, I, I actually solidified this, this particular vendor, um, to, to come to the pageant from, from Texas. And she attended, um, as a vendor and based on, you know, the example that she saw and what she saw, she actually took a state title and competed last year, uh, actually this, this April. And, um, you know, so I, I've done a lot more than just, you know, these, these two particular Washington state title holders. Okay. So um, let's say, so let's say you've done seven, you've, you've supported, encouraged, coached, mentored, been there for, cared for, loved on seven different women. And and they're holding various titles, okay? Right. And right. so whatever the system is that you're using, it really helped them to have the confidence they needed, whatever it was that they needed from their inside because they're all they all look different, they're all different sizes and they're all gorgeous. You know, so right. on the outside. <laughs> but it whatever system you were using it was working. So Correct. it sounds like to me, and I need you to answer, I need you to give me a straight answer about this, okay? Because it sounds like to me, like you have a boss-ass system and somebody's mad about that. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you, you know, when 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 things really kind of started to go south um, and, you know, I, I was, you know, my, my, my efforts were questioned, um, which was very hurtful. You know, it was very hurtful because pageantry, you know, as I stated earlier, I'm not sure if you caught it in our, our earlier part of our interview, but there's a biblical foundation in pageantry. Um, and I, I always refer to Esther, the book of Esther in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Esther saved an entire race of people because she was the queen. And she took an entire year and prepared herself along with, uh, you know, every other woman in her community at the time and prepared herself to present, uh, to be presented in front of the king. And she was chosen. And, you know, so the foundation of, of pageantry is, is really what is dear to my heart. And so when, when I had accomplished so much and I was so passionate and so in love with pageantry um, because, and, and let me back up a little bit. I, I came into pageantry, uh, Miss Love, the way I am. You know, Miss yeah. May has always been Miss Kame. I, I came into pageantry very confident. I came into pageantry, you know, looking the way that I look. Um, 
I, I didn't have really a transformation going through my pageant journey. Pa- pageantry gave me my platform to stand on for my voice to be heard. But what I saw in these other women around the, 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 the country is that they were not, they didn't have the confidence that I had. They didn't have, you know, they didn't love themselves because we're talking plus size pageantry. So these women are full figure plus size women and they're looking, you know, living in life where, you know, every image that they see is, is that not of them. And right. so I, I, I watched many, many women younger than myself, older than myself, go through pageantry and be completely transformed, come yeah. out of pageantry with, you know, an amazing amount of confidence, self-love, self-worth, self-acceptance. And so I was in love with what I was doing and I wanted to make the system better. I wanted to, you know, from a business perspective, I wanted to improve the marketing and, and the advertising and, you know, to, to reach women around the world. Because for me, it's not just in the United States. There are women around the world who need this. Yes. And this goes back to me, but this really goes back to me to what we were talking about at the top of the show or what I was saying is that we have the capacity of, as women with, with the way that we were uniquely created, our brain capacity, all of these things to be doing exactly what you did with them. And, right. and that's why I am unemployable. Okay. Because I, I actually create some incredible systems and do some incredible things. And then mm-hmm. I don't, there is no box that fits me. So we know there's no box right. that fits you and that you did the, you did what you were called to do with these women. I'm asking what on earth is going on with not just pageantry companies, um, uh, other other people, women, whatever, that mm-hmm. people are so, um, they feel so whatever it is that they can't let somebody else be who they are. Like, like, do you, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, And, and right. so I, you, like you said, you don't have to prove anything. You've already proven it. You have seven people that you've worked with that have really, you know, um, prospered, become more confident, become, you know, felt good about themselves. Plus they brought home, you know, um, they brought national titles. Yeah. National titles. So I'm just like, I need to understand why a, a company that's, that's built on helping women or so they say helping women to be confident. I'm not talking about you now. Cause we already know what your success rate is, but I'm talking about the, the pageantry itself. What the hell? Right. What, 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 are, well, what are they doing? Why would they be, what a ridiculous thing for them to be tearing someone down. Who's actually helping women. Like they claim that they do. Right. Well, I can say, um, you know, with, with the, the list of events that, that took place, um, and, and there are, you know, there are a few other, there are a few other significant events that happened, you know, during this time, um, within my pageant family that, that were very, very, very heartbreaking to me. And, um, I just, I had to really take a step back and really look at what it was doing to me 
mm-hmm. and how it was making me feel. Mm-hmm. And um, it was really holding me back. You know, at, at this point, um, you know, as, as you know, last November, um, I, I became the, the CEO and the host of the Miss Kamei show on um, AM talk radio and was celebrating, you know, that success and had even brought my, you know, pageant sisters onto my radio platform to share their success. And I had to really, I had to really take a step back and really look at what it was doing to me. And I had to make a decision this, this, this year going back to nationals. And, and continuing to support the organization and, and these people, you know, who were, were really, you know, coming against me, I guess I'll say. And I had to make a decision if I wanted to position myself in a city, in a hotel, in a ballroom for four or five days. The, the, the expense of, of doing that, of traveling. Um, and, and what, where I would be putting myself, you know, I guess kind of in the lion's den, so to speak. And is that really what I wanted to do? You know, did I really want to, to position myself in a place where, you know, I, I wasn't being supported and I wasn't appreciated and I wasn't being valued for my contribution and I, you know, love at, at the end of the day, and, and again, you know, consulting with, with my, my pageant coach, um, because she, she definitely, you know, continued to coach me through all of my active reigns. Um, I, I just, I had to really ask myself if that, some, if that was something that I wanted to do. And my answer to that was no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, and I can't blame you because, you know, we, we deserve better than that. You know, and and after, and that's what really pisses me off about things. After everything that we do out of, out of love, because there's so many women like yourself, like myself, who really are doing the best that they can to live out the the gifts that God gave them to empower and collaborate and have empathy for and build the confidence of other people and women, you know? And so it's just, I I guess it just, it just pisses me off. I don't have anything better to say. It pisses me off when, (laughs) when when, when you're treated like this and there's nothing, there's no reason for this other than somebody's ill will. There, there just isn't. And that's the way yeah. I feel about it. And, and I know that's, you know, I know I get all, um, I get all upset about these things because I'm like, it's just so effing unnecessary, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted, I wanted to make sure that we, we really address this because I, I want women to hear what you're saying that you had to come back and decide, was this work your health, your mental health, your physical health? Um, right. The, Fiscal was it worth this? To be well, and I can basically betrayed, you know. Yes, and, yes, and yes. And that's, that's, you know, that's exactly you know what what my feelings about it were. Um, and and you know my friends, my close friends, 
um, <clears throat> you know, my support system. I mean, I, I've, I can't tell you how many nights I was on the phone, you know, just heartbroken. And, and, you know, there were times, you know, just being transparent and being honest, there were times when I just wanted to completely give up. And I, I just, you know, I, I just didn't want to, to stand under the scrutiny anymore. And, um, I, I have to tell you, you know, standing here today, I've survived, you know, I, I've survived it. And, um, I'm, I'm, I, I definitely, I know who I don't want to do business with <laughs> and who, who I, who I do want to do business with. Um, I, I understand, you know, the, the business aspect of it and, and, and branding, um, you know, the, the, everything that I've gone through in my pageant journey has, 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 and is supporting me today. Um, and, the Miss Kamei show, uh, Miss Kamei International, which just, just launched, um, the book, um, you know, it, it definitely, it all has, has supported me and has, has really been a, been a blessing to me. Um, has it been easy? No, absolutely. It was not easy. You know, have I been heartbroken? Yes. Have I been betrayed? Yes. Um, you know, to read the things that I've read on social media and to have messages sent to me from other people about what these particular people have said about me, you know, it's been devastating. It really has been devastating because it's something that I am so passionate about, but I, I had to, I had to reposition it. I had to reposition it. I had to redirect it because I know at the end of the day today, love, um, you know, the women and even the men who are listening to our interview today, mm-hmm. this message is going to touch somebody. This message is going to, going to inspire someone that's going to encourage somebody who's going through a similar situation to, to maybe even step away from something that they're fighting so hard for that just really isn't meant for them. You know, I don't, I don't believe that it is meant for me to be someone else's organization. And I, don't um, believe, I believe I was, I, I believe too. I, like I totally agree. We're, yeah. we're, we're wrapping it up, but I do want people to get exactly what you're saying. And I, and I believe too, Kame, that we were not meant to, um, go go we go through suffering only so that we learn you know from right. it and no that's that's what you've done that's what I've done and one of the things that I really want for people to do you and I talk a lot on the sidelines so we talk about, about everything right and one of the one of the things I really want for people to get to and I say this in every radio show is you need to enroll at momswithdreamsuniversity.com and, um, and and enroll in my class, Unleash Your Pimp, your, <laughs> Unleash Your Pimping, no, Unleash Your Feminine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Unleash Your Pimping, yeah. <laughs> That's Unleash Your Feminine Genius. And, um, yes. and, and the reason I'm saying that is because it will give you the most excellent tools to be able to do what Ms. Kamei has been able to do despite, you know, the storms that have raged and whatever um, up against her and still be joyful right. in her life. Right. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I do, you know, definitely want, you know, our audience to really get that. You, you've got to, you've got to build your support system around you. You, you have to, you really have to recognize the greatness that is meant for you because my greatness 
that, that was meant for me is not the greatness that's meant for you or anybody else for that matter. And, um, but, but you have to educate yourself, you know, you have to, you know, knowledge is power. So you, you have to educate yourself. You have to reach out to your support system. You have to, you know, align yourself and center yourself around uh, people that love you and support you. And, and the people who will, you know, we, we have to be honest with each other and give each other feedback, but we have to come from a loving, compassionate place of appreciation and adoration. We really and, do. We really yeah. do miss Kamei. Yeah. I really, you know what? I love you so much. I'm so glad you came on the show. And um, I hope you don't think this is over because it's not. You know, you come back. <laughs> you tripping right now. You coming back. <laughs> yes, yes. We got well, a lot want... more to talk about. You know we do. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you for, you know, giving me the platform to, to share my message, giving me an opportunity, you know, to market and promote the book. Um, I've had the opportunity to read some of the other chapters from the other co-authors, and, and they, they share their family ties and, and experiences and what has bound them and torn them apart as well. And the, the book is just going to be a great, great piece of empowerment and encouragement for anybody that reads it. So I appreciate, you know, appreciate the opportunity. Congratulations to you. Um, I know that next, you know, this weekend and into next week, you and I are going to be, you know, tweeting and twubbing and Facebooking about the launch of our books. And, um, you know, I, I just, I'm excited to share the, the uh, international bestselling author uh, status with you. I, I, again, I said I, before I feel like a rookie, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm running the race right there with you. So congratulations yeah, not anymore. to you. And, you Rookie hood is over, not, boo. Rookie hood is yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're quite, you are deep in it. And I want to know that, um, you can get family ties, what binds us and tears us apart at Amazon.com on December the 6th. And right. I really expect for everybody to pick up their copy. I know I'm getting mine because I love every single co-author. And I believe in what um, Family Ties stands for. And I just want to give a shout out to some of the people that were tweeting us. Um, Barry Morin, Lamrack, um, Jill Mage, Carol St. Clair, Invo. Um, Kendall Coach, Michelle, Purple Diva Designs, yes. Um, um, there's, um, Io and, um, of course, Real real Life with, uh, Ms. Kamei, Lifetime Queen, and Cheryl Underwood, Shane, um, Stanique. I mean, there's so many of you. I know I may have missed a few names, Lily and and Belle. She's always supportive. Um, yes. And manifesting power with soul. Trish, Deborah Adams. I really want you guys to know Jocelyn and 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 fashion and sweet Rhonda. Um, and and like I said, anybody that I miss, I so love our twelving. Like I'm loving you guys. I this is so not over. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. And I want to tell everybody I love you so much. This is real life with love, baby. I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the fam here at Real Life with Love. See you next time as we continue to clear the aisle. Fasten your seatbelts and get ready for the raw, racy, and rituous Real Life with Love.